Welcome to the Producer's Desk, the podcast that brings you an exclusive look from the Producer's Desk into music, film, and art. Now please welcome our host, John Strawn, founder of Beckler Entertainment and The Naked Truth Magazine. <sighs> All right, we've been through this before, Tech. We've been through this before, man. You know that when you get that one drink, it's going to lead to another drink and another drink. And next thing you know, <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen, man. So don't do it, right? Don't do it. <sighs> but hold on, hold on. Maybe, maybe one drink won't hurt. Just one, right? Right? Bittersweet weakness. Need you every night. Hit up my body. What's up, everybody? This is John Strong, Cast Neck of the Naked Truth Podcast, our entertainment section. I am joined tonight by Mr. Darren Columbus, better known as Tech Force. And what you just listened to was Warhorn off his latest album, Server Crash. Darren, what's going on, man? What's up? What's going on, John? How you doing, brother? Oh, Thank doing you. fantastic. Doing great, man. Thank you for having me on, man. It's it's a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure is all mine, man. You got to tell us about this album, man. This is, uh, I mean, it's it's really breaking the grounds of what we know is hip hop. And for those of those, for those of listeners out there that don't know what this genre is, explain a little bit about what you know nerdcore hip hop is and, and what you guys are doing. Um. Well, I like well for one thing, like I didn't, and I have to tell people this: I didn't create this this lane. This lane was created. <laughs> way before me um by by more talented people and um and uh, it, it basically is a genre um of people who subscribe to nerddom what does that mean so people who are into video games and anime and sci-fi um some of the the things that if you grew up in the 80s or, or, or 90s or whatever weren't society you know societal norms and it's a genre of music that talks about it um, in detail. And these people, these are people who like, you know, let, let's say the average person, um, you know, they played with Transformers. They grew up, they got 401ks and they moved on and had families and got houses and they left that in the past. Well, Nerdcore is the people who loved it so much that they incorporated that into their adult life. They made it something um to hold on to, to cherish, and to even teach future generations, like, this was actually cool. This is how things were. Or even now, like, not just saying me in the past, but even current people are taking things like anime and making it into a substantial and, uh, and, and, and a product that people can relate to. Because, honestly, man, in music, the one thing that you have to do um, is be relatable to your audience. Right. Um, and I think nerdcore is a subgenre, of course, of hip hop or whatever you know genre you want to do. But all it is is people who are fans, man. You know, I mean, you got fans of sports, you got fans of, God, uh, you know, car races or whatever, and you, and you got fans of the nerds that are into the stuff that we're into. So, well, I think this is is going to speak volumes because growing up in the '80s. And the 90s, if you grew up in the 80s and you're a kid in the 80s um, and then you became a teenager in the late 80s, early 90s, then I'm pretty sure we all, at least here in the South, went through what I like to call um, technological cleansing, meaning that we were all told that all these things that we were doing were wrong. Yeah. And let's be Mr. Professional. 
Right. And, uh, you know, video games and, and crazy music and all this yeah. stuff. There was a, you know, it was, it was like a cleansing. It was, uh, and I say that jokingly, but that was the truth. That's what it felt like. Everybody was wrong. We were all doing the wrong thing. And uh, we needed to huh. grow up. And, you know, lo and behold, it actually, you know, became uh, mainstream. It was just, you know, growth in technology, growth in creativity. And yeah. I, I think that's going to speak to a lot of people because I think there's a lot of people that didn't carry, you know, those passions on into their adult life. And they want to bust out and they want to get back <laughs> to what makes you feel good. So absolutely. So absolutely. how long how long have you been an artist? Um, man, I've done hip hop for a uh, better part of 12, 13 years. Wow. Um, I started, I want to say, oh, four, oh, five. Um, and I used to, what basically how I started, man, was like, <laughs> there, back in, I want to say, 2000, man, this is about the time I had my own spot, 99, something like that. Um, I had a PlayStation 1. <clears throat> and on the PlayStation 1, there was a, a piece of software, this game called the MTV Music Generator. Um, to me, it was the greatest thing that could have ever happened to, to my life musically because it started off that love. It allowed me. And what was cool about this, this is the first kind of um, software program because most programs they had on, on PC. Well, somebody, uh, uh, this company called Codemasters, had the wonderful idea why don't we make something that people can make music on something they use every day, the PlayStation 1? Mm. This thing showed you basically how you can set up samples, um, how you can set up drums and kicks and, and patterns in a certain way to make songs. And it even allowed you to sample CDs. Oh, wow. So you could put other music into it, man. So it taught me how to make music. And somewhere along the line, I was like, well, hell, I'm doing this. I should try to rap over it. So I started 